Hi everybody. So I'm really excited. This is my first sort of list video of uh, for end of the year. The things going on, and so I'm excited. Even though this is a very disappointing list, top ten media that disappointed me in 2017. Not all of these are awful, but they definitely let me down. And uh, I have three honorable mentions. I have The Beguiled, which I think is very beautiful and well-made, but I think that the script took out all of the tension and the, it made all the characters the same. And they made choices that I just think were less interesting and just kind of bland compared to the original. Maybe that's not fair, but I think the, the original is way more interesting. I think it is way more tense. And I just think the women are more unique. So The Zookeeper's Wife was in my top 10 most anticipated because uh, of the cast, the story, it looked really good. But to me, I just, I felt like the characters were kind of annoying. Jessica Chastain is good, but I, I really didn't like um, Daniel Brühl in it. And I, I just felt like it got kind of soapy and in, not in an entertaining way for me. Uh, it was just, it just wasn't good. I didn't like it. And then I have The Mummy because it was a chance to start a dark universe. It was a chance to do all these cool things. And it ended up, I didn't hate it as much as some. It was just kind of uh, for me. And I, I, just, I just thought, boy, you missed an opportunity to do something scary, something fun. And instead you just made something really disposable and bland. Now let's get started on the, on the 10. And <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know how like really in order these are, but anyway, here we go. Number 10, I have The Dark Tower. This is something that people wanted for forever. And uh, they they had such great source material. I read the book this year, the first book, and it's full of just like the, uh, they do such a good job of like building up the rivalry of these two men and the gunslinger and uh, the man in black. And uh, you, they have such like charisma and, and uh, it just works really well. But, but in this, like it was just so poorly edited, so poorly put together. I, it didn't have any of that. I thought that Matthew McConaughey was terrible in his, in his roles. The, and as a man in black, I honestly, I would give it a Razzie. I just thought, I thought it was really bad. And I thought this movie was worse than I feel like most people did. I, I just, I thought it was, they were expecting you to care about people that you had literally just met. They didn't involve the, the, the tower at all really well. I, I it, it just, I don't know. It was just like, uh, to me, it was as messy an editing and a storytelling job as anything that I saw in Fantastic Four. That's how much I disliked it. And so number nine, I have Victoria and Abdul. And this was one I was really looking forward to because I love Her Majesty Mrs. Brown. Love that movie. I think it's really great. And here you have Judy Dench coming back, playing Victoria again, also sort of becoming friends with this person from another culture. I was like, this is going to be really good. And I really didn't like it. I thought it was very patronizing to the Abdul character, treating him like he was a child, like he was an idiot. And uh, they were all just sort of like, it was just like, oh, oh, I felt like two hours of like white people being like, Ooh, look how, you know, look how cute you are. And I was just like, Oh, I don't like it. And maybe that's realistic to the way it was, but it wasn't good 
entertainment, in my opinion. <laughs> Next, I have Murder on the Orient Express. This movie looks beautiful. This was on my top 10 most anticipated of the year. The movie looks beautiful. I liked Brenna as pro. It has a great cast. So all that was going for it, which I think maybe made the disappointment even stronger because so much of this movie, instead of laying out clues that make a mystery fun so much of it is exposition 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 and characters just talking a lot and i thought that was really dull and i it lasts like 20 minutes of this movie is literally all the characters sitting at its table and pro just talking and that's not that's not a good murder mystery that's super boring then i have home again this was i was hoping it would be like a return to the romantic comedy a return from reese witherspoon who's like the queen of the romantic comedy there was nothing i would love more than a return of the uh, the kind of old-fashioned romantic comedy to the screen we haven't uh, it's just like all we've gotten is movies that are rated r and that are that are really pretty crass and so I was bummed out when I went to see this movie and to find out it's not a romance. It's not a romance at all. It doesn't end on a romantic note. Uh, but even then, I guess it could have been good, but the characters were really lame and sitcom-y. And I didn't care about these guys writing the script at all. I thought it was just, it was just a sitcom and it wasn't a romance, and I didn't like it. Next up, I have Lego Ninjago. I mean, I really love the first Lego movie, amazing. I liked Lego Batman quite a bit. It definitely, I felt like weakened on the rewatch for me, but I still really like it. And then, so I went to see Lego Ninjago, and I just, I didn't like it. I thought it was very, very dull and very derivative. Everything felt like it had come from another movie, whether it was Star Wars, Power Rangers, uh, Kung Fu Panda, like a million other movies. And I, I just didn't think the story was interesting. I didn't think the visuals, they felt very derivative. Also, the only thing I really liked in the movie was the cat. The cat was super hilarious. But other than that, like the movie couldn't decide what he wanted, what it wanted its characters to be. Like sometimes the characters were losers. Sometimes they were, they were cool and, and slick and popular. And it was like, depending on what the scene needed. I didn't think the live action parts work, which is so important to the Lego movies. And I don't know, I just, I just didn't like it. The next one I have is Kong Skull Island. This is disappointing because like some parts of it were so excellent with the visual effects on Kong, but then I felt that other visual effects were kind of terrible. I thought these lizard creatures were terrible and I hated them. And there are a lot of the, the movie, I thought all the characters were super dopey and not in sort of fun ways. I thought they were kind of, I don't know, just kind of more annoying. John C. Riley character was pretty entertaining, but but the rest were just not good, I didn't think. And I also just thought it missed like the the heart that's part of the King Kong story. Yeah, you could make like a dopey action movie, but like then I'd say don't place King Kong on the title. Next, I have Loving Vincent on my list. Like, this is a tremendous artistic achievement. It's very beautiful. But I kind of wish they had just, just made an artistic piece, like a Malick film or, or like this year's a ghost story, something like that. It's just like an artistic experience. It's pretty short. In, out, you enjoy it for what it is. But for me, the plot that they came up with was much worse than if they had done that. The plot about this guy going around asking questions about the suicide of Van Gogh was very like boring and it just didn't, 
It didn't tell me anything insightful about suicide or mental health or art or anything. So yeah, the visuals were incredible, beautiful, because it was all the first animated film all on oil paintings. That can only get you so far for me, I guess. And uh, I, I don't know. It just had such potential to be so much better than what it was. And I, I, in the end, I just was very disappointed. And that's the point of this list. I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This isn't like a terrible movie, but it was definitely one of the most disappointing movies of the year for me. I, I feel like what they did, because I love the first Guardians movie. And one of the things I love about the first Guardians movie is that it, it, the whole point of the movie was to build up this team. And it was characters we'd never seen before. And it was characters that were all added something so that together they really worked. And you're basically like creating a family for these sort of losers and, and the lonely characters. And, and so that really worked. And I thought that it managed to mesh together their different kinds of comedy in effective ways. And it was just an entertaining movie. So for me, volume two was so disappointing because I feel like most of the things that I like in the first movie were taken away. I, they almost immediately divided up the team, the family. And why spend the whole first movie building up the team just to divide them up again? And I felt like that hurt the movie so much because you, you, you would spend a little bit of time with Drax, for instance. You'd spend a little bit of time with, uh, with Rocket. You'd spend a little bit of time with... Uh, um, you'd spend a, a little time with Gamora and Nebula. And I found myself getting weary of whatever sort of shtick that character has, whether, you know, it's Drax with this sort of deadpan kind of thing, or whether it's the sarcasm of Rocket. And I found, or baby group being cute, you know, I just found myself getting kind of weary of their shtick, whereas when they're all together, they work as a emerging of all of them together. And so it, the movie actively made me annoyed with the characters that I loved. And I felt that I didn't, I didn't like Ego as a character. And I felt like they ruined a lot of sort of the emotional moments of Ego with like humor that felt wedged in to me, unlike the first film, which I think it, it was really well done. Again, because they, they were all together. And I just thought that was a huge mistake, dividing up the team. Now, the top two things that disappointed me the most in 2017 were both on television. The, the first thing is Sherlock, series four. I thought it was dreadful. I hated it. I thought that it made every character unlikable. I thought that I had no interest in bringing back Mary. I thought that that was super boring, super lame. I, I, I hated the final episode so much. The idea that basically there's like this, there's, it felt like a Saw movie to me with this like house and this sister and ridiculousness and literally they make every single person particularly in that episode smarter than Sherlock he's like the stupidest person in the world and it made me so mad and I, I just I, I it solidified my hatred for Stephen Moffat and his writing and his gimmicks and uh and the way that he tries to sort of like shock the audience at like ooh, you know and we're gonna we're going to shock the characters. We're going to do something totally different. That's not what I want. I want Sherlock Holmes to be smart. I want them to solve a case. I want them to help people. You know, and, and why on earth would you make John Watson 
a, basically like a cheater character. Like he's the moral force of your movie, the moral center of your movie. So, or TV show, whatever. And I just, oh, I hated it so much. I was so mad. It looked like crap. I, I thought, especially that final episode, so the special effects, like where they're like, there's this one scene where they're like jumping from something and you see the fire. It looked terrible. And I, I was just three years. They had three years to, you know, to in between the last season, which was like entertaining, but a little, and I just, I loved the first two series so much. And this was just like, well, I hate most disappointing thing of all for 2017 for me was Anne with an E huge Anna Green Gables fan here. I did, uh, started with Amber doing a series on Amber, Anna Green Gables and reviewed the we reviewed the uh, 1985 uh, and 1987 films and we were really excited to cover like every episode of this series and we ended up just doing one episode because we just found it so dreadful like it's not just that they have a darker take on Anna Green Gables I think I could have I could have been okay with that I could have dealt with that but it's that they like tried to have everything they tried to have super soapy elements like Matthew riding off on his steed to rescue Anne after Marilla has thrown her out of the house for losing a brooch. Ridiculous. And so you can't have that. You can't have these super dark things and then also have super campy things and expect it to mesh. It doesn't, I don't think it was written well. The acting is fine, but it just felt like an assault on my favorite characters. I mean, literally, everyone in the town hates Anne and is judging her and terrible until she runs into a burning building and sings. it's like, and then finally a few people are on her side. Nothing was funny. Nothing was charming. And, and they made the just like really weird choices that again, were like either like really soapy or really dark. And it was super, super heavy handed with the feminism, which I have no problem with feminism, but this, it just felt, it felt super modern when supposedly they were trying to be really realistic and show how it really was back then. So like some of the character elements are like, if you're trying to be realistic, why are you having this character do something super modern and, and then supposedly be realistic? And, and then characters like Anne's character would sometimes be really like world weary and really like smart. And then other times she would be really like, naive and stupid so like they couldn't decide kind of where they wanted to go and it was just extremely frustrating and extremely hard to get through and uh yeah so you got to listen to that podcast <laughs> with that me and amber did with and with an e because i just i thought it was dreadful both as an anna green gables show but also as just anything like if even if they'd taken it and called it something totally different than Anna Green Gables I still think it would have sucked because it just it didn't have it was just all over the place tonally and it was all over the place as far as the writing and the characters and and the messaging and whatever and I don't know who they were making it for I don't know what happened and uh, I I just was extremely disappointed with Anne with an E. So that's my number one most disappointed thing from 2017. And so what about you? What to you has been the most disappointing thing, whether TV or, uh, or movies uh, that has disappointed you the most? 
uh, in 2017. So uh, let me know, put in the comment section, and thanks so much. Please subscribe to my channel, and I will talk to you later. Bye!